3: Greetings fellow seekers of the unknown, it's Brian and I'm here today to share something truly extraordinary with all of you. As you know, my journey to uncover the truth of all things strange has taken me on a wild ride filled with incredible experiences and encounters with the unseen. And today, I want to share that journey with all of you by introducing you to Hangar One Publishing. Hangar One Publishing is the premier destination for books on all things strange and mysterious. From Bigfoot to cryptids, UFOs and the paranormal, they cover it all, and let me tell you, the books in their catalog are simply amazing. One book that I'm particularly excited about is the Freeman Bigfoot Files by Michael Paul Freeman. This is no ordinary book, my friends. This is an immersive experience unlike any other. With Hangar One's proprietary immersive book technology, you can see and hear audio and video in the printed books. You'll get exclusive access to the highest resolution, full color premium print pages, over a hundred full color photos and dozens of exclusive audio and video clips that have never been revealed until now. It's a -a one-of-a-kind experience that will take you deep into the world of Bigfoot. Another book that I simply can't recommend enough is The Bigfoot Influencers by Tim Halloran. This book features candid, compelling conversations with the biggest names in the Bigfoot community, and it will give you a behind-the-scenes look at what they really think about this mysterious creature. You'll hear from researchers, scientists, and investigators and get a glimpse into the inner workings of the Bigfoot world. And finally, for all of my fellow British Bigfoot enthusiasts, I want to mention Beast of Britain by Andy McGrath. This book is a must-read for anyone interested in the cryptids of the British Isles. McGrath has spent over 25 years researching and obsessing about these unknown creatures. And in this book, he shares his findings and current research. It's a journey into the darkness where nobody ventures into the woods anymore and where the many yet to be discovered beasts of Britain lie. So, if you're ready to take your journey into the unknown to the next level, then you need to check out Hanger One Publishing. These books are more than just books. They're gateways into a world of mystery and discovery. And the best part, you can find their entire book catalog at hangeronepublishing.com. So, what are you waiting for? Visit hangeronepublishing.com today and let the journey begin.
0: I was listening to the story about it was the story of a family in
1: Washington and the little boy called the Bigfoot the Cowboy Man. And he had apparently it had made an effort to steal this kid. And it hit me. My
0: children were in that playpen behind me with nothing but a mosquito net over them. It could have crept up behind me and taken both of my children, and I wouldn't have known.
2: father just got like a mustang or something from wyoming okay he had it out in the corral because he couldn't put it in the barn with the in the stalls with the other horses it would kick and made all the other horses nervous had a seminal indian working the horse trying to break it every day so they had it out in the corral this skunk game snuck up behind this horse and grabbed it by its hind quarters this particular horse kicks out jumps over the ground runs into the pasture you know to get away at this point the ranchers out there just blasted away with the dirty dirty skunk ape runs into the swamp i went up there uh, one day after that or two days after that i went up there and sat in the silence up there, and it I'm telling you, man, it was, it was crazy. You know, it was there was a crazy vibe up there still. I did what I could to kind of get things under control, but I told her, I said, you need to get off this problem. I, I feel like no matter how strong you are, it's almost like standing in the ocean. You can't stand still without moving your feet. You're gonna get knocked over eventually, no matter how strong, whatever. You, you can't withstand a barrage of, of weird spiritual energy.
1: What's up, everybody? Wayne here. Welcome back to Paranormal Odyssey. Got a good one lined up for you guys today. Had a chance to sit down with Trisha Brown. Trisha lives in Alabama and has been experiencing the weird, basically her entire life. We had a really good conversation talking about a wide range of topics. She has had encounters with Bigfoot, or as she refers to them, the tree people. So I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this one. I had a great time talking to her, and I'm happy to bring it to you guys. If you would, please take a second to go rate and review the show, wherever it is you get your podcasts. If you've had an encounter and would like to come on and share it with us, I'd love to talk to you about that. Shoot me an email to wayne at paranormalworldproductions.com ask everybody to head over to paranormalworldproductions.com our website and check that out show us some support also want to ask everyone to head over to tiktok as well as instagram and follow us over there also like to remind everyone about paranormal odyssey live which can be found every friday evening 7 30 eastern over on youtube if you haven't done so already please hit that subscribe button that's enough of all of that i know you guys are ready I'm ready. Let's get started. All right. I'm joined today by my guest, Trisha. Trisha had a lifetime of really interesting events and experiences that's happened to her, and she has come on to share some of those. Trisha, how are you doing, ma'am?
0: Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I have a lot I could share. A lot of pretty unique experiences that I've had, and they just keep happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: had an experience yesterday.
1: Yeah, you were telling me that. And normally, what we, what I like to do is is ask people how long this has been going on. Like, what was your first experience, and what what kind of told you that your life might be heading in a different direction than others, and like how long this has been going on and initially what happened. And then I want to get into what happened yesterday. But yeah, if you could start there.
0: Well, I wasn't thinking back when I was in elementary school that my life was going in different directions or whatever, but I definitely knew that there was some unique. Yeah, it started the first time was when I was about two and a half, three was the first time I saw what I call seeing beyond the five physical senses. I saw fire, and it was a reoccurring thing, where I would see flames between my the head of my bed and the wall. It didn't even like I realized just really a few years ago that it what Moses was describing was fire, but it wasn't. It's not burning anything. I didn't hear any sound. There was no literally physical fire. So that was my very first experience with seeing the astral realm. And, but I mean, my first awareness was when I was about, when I was standing in my crib, (laughs) that was my first awareness. And also like standing under the table at like, some like probably Thanksgiving or something where the, the grown ups' legs, you know. So, I mean, there's people who have experience, they remember when they were in the womb, they remember the day they were born. We have that, there's more to us who we are than what Western medicine says. Like this idea that newborns can't see until they're whatever age, you know, whatever, or they can't see a certain distance, and that that's not true because people have memories of their experiences. So anyway, so see, I can already start rambling, but <laughs> so yeah, that was my first. And then I just continue on with very profound, like archangels visited me when I was about seven in my room. I mean, I, I figured that out what it was later as I spent my life in the studies of mind, body, spirit, afterlife, just very, you know, topics uh, going down the rabbit hole and all these different, you know, topics.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of those topics, things that you have been experiencing in your life is, and I thought it was interesting that you refer to them as tree people. We're mm-hmm. Talking about, yeah. size, my listeners know that I'm a big Sasquatch guy. I got my, my organization that I founded a few years ago. And I'd love to hear some of the stuff that, that you're experiencing with Bigfoot. And you said that, You believe that yesterday you had an experience. I'd love to hear about that.
0: Okay. So in my, I'll I'll do a little bit of a lead into it. I've studied, I listened to medicine people, the elders teaching about the spirituality side of things, and then also how to be in a communion or reciprocity way in life. And then out and about in the world and when you're in the woods, when you're in your home, when you're in your backyard, when you're in the city, it doesn't matter because, you know, at some point in time, it was just land. And so I've spent a lot of my life, a lot of recent, or a lot of years in the subject of like mediumship and developing my inner senses because, you know, I've had a lot of experiences with ESP and precognition and you know seeing spirits throughout my life and so and then I mostly have had very good experiences and what I mean is where there's a reciprocity or a helping or it's fun or it's blissful or you know the good feelings around it I mean I've had a couple that were not fun and so I was like I really really want to learn how to have only the positive experiences. I have my master's in metaphysics. I'm a metaphysician practitioner. I do many different energy healing modalities. And so I really want to have interaction, like really fun, mystical experiences. As I was learning from the different shamans and medicine people and everything has a conscience this idea that you could literally like meet the spirit of a tree or whatever, like a plant or the rock or a wall or a chair, you know, like there's just these different spiritual practices around the world that I've listened to. So and applied the teachings. So in my, wherever I live, where I live right now, I will, I have taken the time to say to the space, Thank you for allowing me to be here and doing that inner, those inner thoughts and the inner feelings around it. And then saying, you are welcome here. Please, you're invited. Come in, be here. Anything from the light, dragons, the Sasquatch people, the anything from the light is welcome. They've helped me and I'm, you're safe here, be here, you know, et cetera. Okay. And I also like the hearing the stories of the people who have those very special direct interactions with the Sasquatch people, where they're building the relationships with individual ones or clans. And I really like that idea too. You know, I really like the idea of community. And when I'm out in the woods, I say, Thank you for allowing me to be here. And then, you know, I want to know you. I want to be friends. I want to learn from you. I'll help you, like help you however I can, you know, these sorts of things. And then they show me that I feel led. Go turn left, go right, go down here. And then they, I see structures. And, and then the more I say, like, you know, defining what I'd like to experience with them. When people are, are saying that the people that have where they'll come into the home and they see evidence of that. And I'm like that would be fine. Yeah. Come on in. You know, you've allowed me in your, in your family room, you know, I mean, you've allowed me in your little area that I know that you gather and I'm so thankful. So come in. Okay. So I say all that for, so yesterday I woke up in the morning and I'm in Alabama, like near Birmingham and central. It was, I could hear pretty good rain going on. So it was about 630 in the morning or so. And I got up, walked out to the family room and I wanted to just sort of just peek outside. I have these little seedlings that are growing. I was hoping that they weren't like being pummeled, you know, by the rain. And so I did not go outside. I just peeked through the window, the back door that leads out to the upper deck and whatever. And so I looked down and I see a footprint and I was like, whoa, what and so then I noticed another footprint. There's a footprint that's a wet footprint by the back door, like on the inside by the back door. And then there's like the left footprint closer to where you would enter the kitchen doorway. I videoed it and I took some pictures cause I was blown away. I was like, Oh my God, because you know, in my And I'll just say in my very beginnings of like way on the back burner thoughts, the Sasquatch people, the tree people, that they had to be interdimensional and or the ability to cloak. That was my one of my very first thoughts. There had to be there is like no other way around it, because how could you possibly only find a footprint out in the woods? Duh. (laughs) That just seems so obvious to me. And so. I thought it was amazing, you know. So then I'm like making sense of it because, at first, I'm like, okay, is this a small? It, because what the mark was, it looked like a small foot, like two small footprints, and one, the left one is was more dry than the right one, which is also very interesting. So then it makes you because the messages I get are like. There's more going on than what meets the eye. You can't just try to put it in a box, you know, like there's more going on here. There's a lot going on in that. They obviously popped in, teleported, interdimensionally traveled, whatever you want to say. They didn't open the door and come in because there'd be footprints it just plop right down why is one drier than the other? So does that mean to me, like, does that mean like there's actually, there was two standing there. This is just some of my thoughts. The right foot was the one that was more wet. Is it possible that there was two standing there? I don't know. I mean, I just not I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but later in the day I was rewatching my video And I'm wondering if it was an actually full-sized one or an older one. Because first I was like, oh, this is a young one because of the way that the footprints are. I mean, you see, there's still toe marks, like the tippy toes are still on the ground. It's like the the oils are still there. So I'm wondering if this this being was standing on the balls of their feet. Mm. And so it didn't put the heel down. If that makes sense, because that's kind of what it looks like when you see the video. If you go see it and see my pictures, it's like they're on the ball of the foot and then just the toe, like the toes. So I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. And why right there? So you see me sort of mimicking, like, okay, here, it's imagine you're in a squat, okay, Mm -hmm. but you're standing in the squat position. So your feet, are farther than shoulder width apart, apart. Yeah. And then you have your toes out and your heels in mm-hmm. it's a little bit like that. So okay.
1: as far as your home, do, do you live in a neighborhood or are you on a property by yourself?
0: I'm in a nice neighborhood. There is woods in the backyard that has a Creek down below. Okay. In this neighborhood, there's a lot of attaching to woods, but it's in a nice neighborhood that has sidewalks and and nice houses around and, you know, whatever. But like, yeah, there's a decent sized backyard back here. And I also add in like the day before that, I had another experience that was more on the mediumship side of things. So I have different experiences, you know, that was with the human spirit. This is with like a possible Sasquatch person, or is it a different being? Yeah. Because when you see the toes, you're like, it's like, you can literally see five toe prints and it's more wide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another thing too, like, like I'll say in my mind or out loud, will you show me things that let me know for sure? 100% that a human did not do this. So not far from here, I can walk from the house like 15 minutes and I'm in another area of the woods that I was drawn to, like go there. And so I went there and there is a really, really tall, like let's say two feet in diameter pine tree that was sheared off and just sitting like the sheared off part is sitting on the ground and leaning against trees. And that to me is, is, thank you. (laughs) No human did that. And they don't have a crane out there doing that for no apparent reason. Why would they do that? Right. And humans aren't going over there and like shearing off. And so at first I couldn't find the stump. I'm like, this is even more interesting. Where is the stump to this? So then when I went back the next time I saw it, and it's up in the air like it was sheared off like let's say 4 to 5 feet in the air and it was it was fresh it was not that long ago so they're showing me things they're allowing me to see things and I'm like wow thanks for showing me this wow you know so they show me things you know they let me know that they're there and i decided when i first had my like when i learned about My intro to this was them, was learning that the particular tribe in the area in Arkansas that I went to, they call them the tree people.
1: Stay tuned for more Paranormal Odyssey.
4: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, free law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day little, actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
0: plus. And that just something in me super resonated with me so deeply that it like brought tears to my eyes. And then I started having these different flashbacks from my life. Since a little kid of these different things, like, oh, my God, they've been with me since I was really little. So
1: now when you said a couple of times you talk to them, now now, do you talk to them in your head like telepathically or do you physically say it out
0: loud? I do both. I will be out there and I'll just the first time that I spoke out loud in a purposeful beginnings of my journey with this. In my realizing, like purposefully wanting them to know that, thank you for being with me. Yeah, I was talking out loud. And I was also talking to the trees and through the trees to kind of let the trees through the root systems around the world, let the entire world of the tree people know what I was saying. And after that, like, I swear, like within a week, I started hearing their vocals
1: Hmm. Like what kind of vocals?
0: Well, first I started hearing the owls. I heard like this owl that was like, you know, I'm a total outdoors person. I've been doing the outdoors thing since I was a baby, you know, in the Santa Cruz mountains and then the foothills of the Sierras and the Sierras. And then I've been traveling around the United States. I was in the park management program. I've done outdoor skills class, you know, animal training. You know, I've spent like my own studies of animals since I was a little kid, but then conservation and preservation and wildlife and habitat and ecosystems and biospheres, whatever. I'm really into, you know, I was in ranger training and going in the direction of doing something in the park system. So it's, I'm coming from and backpacking and camping. I'm a super outdoors person. I've had. Training and wilderness field instructing and where you take the kids out who are in therapy and you, you backpack and then you set up and then they do their work while, while they're out there and oh. this sort of thing. So I know the difference. I know I can tell the difference, you know, between like that's an owl or that's a dog or that's a coyote or you know what I'm saying? So I was on my friend's property. Him and his family own like a lot of land out there. The cousin has eight acres. He has eight acres. The brother has acre, eight acres, you know, on on and on. And it's right near the Ogeechee River, the outskirts of Savannah, Georgia, in this town called Bell. And so I was out there wandering around, and I heard an owl call. And there was something about it that it just somehow, like, my radar went up. And then there was, like, a return call. And this was, like, uh, in the middle of the day, like, 2 in the afternoon or something. And then some days later, like five days later, I was back on his property and I went to go talk to a neighbor who lived in a camper trailer or camper. He lived in a camper on his brother's property And he had been telling me that he was hearing some knocking on the door. (laughs) And I was like, really? You know, that was, this was at the very, very beginnings of me, like really starting to listen to people's experiences. And what experiences do people have with these tree people? I had no idea at that time. I hadn't like started putting it together, my memories and, and all that. So I'm also really super into the paranormal. So you know, on their land, there somewhere is an Indian mound. They don't know where it is. There was a plantation there at one time, that, and they had uh, servants or whatever the word that you would call them. And and they lived closer to the water in their own homes. So I was wandering around, tuning in to the native people. I've had some amazing experiences with who I call the ancient people of the land. You know that these different. Non-physicals will let me know that they're there. And I'm very thankful of that they do not have to. So when he said that he was hearing knocking, I wasn't sure if it could have been the Sasquatch people or a spirit. So I'm like, I'm going to go and really talk to this guy and ask him some questions. So I went over there. It was the time of day that desk had not come yet. But while I was out talking to him, it started to come. And so we were standing outside and it was like, let's say, I don't know, August. I'm not sure exactly, but sometime around there. And the insects started really singing in the trees. You know, they get really loud and we're out there talking and we're standing about, I don't know, let's say 15 feet apart. And all of a sudden there was this, I call it the man yell. That's how I describe it, the way I hear it. It sounds like a man doing a, one vocal. And It's like, ah, oh, like that, but like deeper and the A-H sound. And when that happened, it was coming from a different, like a cousin's property who has a, a hunting camp where they just set up their tents and their overhang things and they just leave it there for the season. They weren't even there that season. There was no one over there, but that, so like a five minute walk away. And when that vocal happened, I knew it was super legit because the guy went, (laughs) he did this look. And I was like, wow, I I stayed like super poker face. I didn't like react at all, but inside I was like, no way. Because. I had been seeing little tree stuff out there, like the, the arch yeah. pulled down, the little sapling pulled down, the log over the top and, you know, little things out closer to the river. I was blown away in this area that I call the family room because it felt like an area that they hung out. There was no leaves. It was just the ground, like dirt and, you know, that kind of thing. So that was in 2019. And so in 2019 is when I started listening to people's experiences like a lot on Dixie Cryptid. I would like binge listen. It was fascinating. And it was really making me miss being living in the mountains, being closer to the mountains, my hiking, my outdoor stuff. So it was you know, inspiring me to want to get back to that and this sort of thing. And then I started having a couple like few memories of... Oh my God, I saw one, you know, I saw one. It was like partially materialized and you know, so that's another story, but yeah. So that was my first, the first vocal was the two beings like communicating to each other as owls. And then a few days, whatever later it was the vocal, the man yell. And then I heard another man yell, like literally like outside of my neighborhood when I was living in Savannah it was the same exact tone. I was like, no way, no way. In this like strip of forest that divided my neighborhood from the next complex, that forest connected to like acres of wetlands out there. So that was like a month later, a few weeks later, a couple of weeks, I don't know. It was like very quick these different things started happening.
1: It's funny you brought up Dixie Cryptid interviewed cam just a couple of days ago. oh no way yeah he Nate. he came on uh, one of my my live shows. I
0: love him He's got an amazing voice
1: <laughs> he does that, he's that voice that's what everyone says and you know, he could sell ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves <laughs> you know, yes. he tells he just, it's really
0: a great format the way he's done it.
1: Yeah, yes, a super, super nice guy, great guy, a lot of respect for Cam. But yeah, it just it goes to show just how many people are fascinated in this, the subject Mm -hmm. of Bigfoot. And it's really changed over the last few years. The stuff that you're talking about today, you couldn't have talked about 20 years ago. You would have been laughed out. People would have ridiculed you and called you names. But the things that you're talking about today I've heard so many times. Yeah. So you are starting to come forward and yep. share these kinds of, of experiences. And I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. You are clearly an educated woman. You you're well spoken, spoken. You seem like a very intelligent lady. And and for you to, to come <laughs> on and share these experiences, I think it's really, really awesome.
0: Yeah, thanks. It's fascinating. I love it. I really feel thankful and a appreciative that they will let me know that they're there i mean for me the the approach that they seem to have taken with me is a very gentle a very gentle approach allowing me to get caught up with it on my own without scaring me or freaking me out making it be a very gentle experience and i'm thankful of that i'm i'm sensitive you know like i i'm not into harshness and i'm not perfect you know i have my moments oh my gosh I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, like my outdoors time is like my haven. It's like my sanctuary. It's my favorite place to be. So I, I really, I really protect that. I I have no interest in feeling scared, fearful while I'm outside. And so when anyone tries to go in that direction for me, it's like, I've had to learn, you know, it's okay to, to cut someone off and like, have healthy boundaries, even if they don't like it. It's like too bad. Like, I don't care. I don't have an interest in learning about hearing about like that one that tore up people or whatever. It's like that's just not my thing. There's so many areas of focus that we can have in our in our lives, in our own lives. And I choose to stay in the rainbows and unicorns land, you know, as much as possible because I really understand the correlation between what you're thinking and what you're feeling and. The experiences that you have in life, and you know, so I've really done is my work to my inner work, meaning my inner thinkings and feelings and purposefulness of how I approach these kinds of subjects because I understand the correlation of yeah. life events and situations and people that you're going to that are going to be around you and, you know, that stuff. And so what's really fun too, is that because they're the Sasquatch people, at least the ones that I'm, there could be multiple species of them. I don't have all the answers of of that, but they're like healers. They care about how I was out walking Pensacola and out in the, the trails out there. And I was guided, meaning like through my inner sense of, A knowing being told without hearing words to listen on my phone on YouTube this song Michael Row the Boat Ashore, which is just a very you know this. I know you know that song. It's a very gentle song, but it's got like, you know, music, you know, is it has a you know frequency and a vibration. And so it's a very high vibration, high frequency. And so I was told to play it while I'm out there. And so when I listen to it, it just immediately like raises my vibration. I feel so good and I feel so peaceful and happy. It almost like brings tears to my eyes. And so, you know, it rose my vibration in such a way that they can communicate with me even more, if that makes sense. And so I'm listening to this and as I'm listening to it, it's, really putting me even in a better feeling mode, good mood. It's just nice outside. And then they said to me that, and it's hard to put in words because sometimes when you have an experience, it's it's hard to put into words. But they were telling me they really care about me, basically. They consider, they really are being very considerate of my feelings. And, you know, humans are not sometimes able to do that. And so in my studies of tuning towards the higher vibrational beings, they can do that. They can be that. So in the teachings of you listen to your own inner self, your highest, most wisest, most loving self that's connected to God's source, energy, creator, higher power. And so the Sasquatch people are way high up in those realms also,
1: yeah, I think it's it's pretty clear that they have been allowing themselves or allowing you to experience them.
0: Yeah. But
1: I'm curious, have they allowed you to see them yet?
0: Yeah, I saw one. Yeah, so far. I've seen one so far. Yeah, uh, it was okay. that, that was one of my first memories that came back when I was like binge listening to, to, to Cam's story. So, yeah, it was in 2006. I was mountain biking in Northern California a little above Auburn, California, in the foothills of the Sierras on a single track trail, very pretty uh, foresty trail, kind of windy and rolling hills, kind of like. And I was coming around a left turn and this in my putting this together in my mind, because at that time in my life, the only thing I could think of was a bear. So for a very long time, that was, I saw a bear. But then when I started like putting the pieces together, I realized what I saw. It was not fur. It was like hair and it was moving. It moved really quick. It, like it darted across the trail in front of me. Not like so close that it was cutting me off, but it was, I don't know, like 20 feet or so, 25, I don't know, feet in front of me. And it had really super thick hair. I can see in my mind's eye, like this wave in it, like an S of the waviness of the outside part of this hair. And it was wide, like four feet wide and like three feet tall. And it was basically like, imagine like a fur rug, like crossing in front of you but like if somebody picks up the rug off the ground and is holding it down so that you're seeing so it was like seeing just the midsection i realized i did not see any arms or legs or head it was just the midsection Hmm. and there was no sound
1: could it have been on all fours is that what maybe what you could have seen
0: i didn't see any arms or legs or head it was just the midsection
1: wow Yep. that's interesting
0: So then there was no sound. It moved pretty quick in front of me, like from right to left. That's it. There was no like running up a hill. Like the the left side was an uphill slope with trees and leaves and pine needles and all sorts of different types of trees and debris on the ground. I, I didn't hear any crunch, crunch, crunch or anything. There was nothing. It was just gone. There was no. And then there was a lingering scent. And the scent was like. A musky horsey like scent to me it was like a pheromone like he was leaving a pheromone scent and then when I think about it more like when I actually spend like when I really spend time on it I start to feel his presence so like yesterday like the more and more I realize these like I could feel his presence so some people think that you're only going to connect with them when they're in that area. I think that they can come with you wherever you go. You know, so like somebody said on my, I have a, a YouTube channel, Exploring the Paranormal with Trisha Brown. And I, I posted it on there. I post my little interesting experiences that I've had in my life on there. And then I have a Facebook group called Paranormal Spiritual Mystical Experiences. And I posted the pictures and the video there. And this guy commented, like, oh, it looks like they found you or some, or found you again. And I go, I don't think I was ever misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really neat to know that because I've said, you can come in, come in. You're welcome. Anyone, I'm a person that like, I like community. I would love to, like, my next step is having my own place. And then I can, I sage, I do things to let. The non-physical presence is know that you are welcome on this land and I create a safe space and, you know, these sorts of things. So when I get my own place, my own land, my own place, I'm really, it's really going to be like a community. People can come. We're going to do like the fire pit thing and like, we'll get together and have, you know, if somebody is like bored at their house, come on, hang out over here, you know, this sort of thing. So that's kind of like what I've been creating is like this space that wherever I am, you're welcome to be here type Thing. and so yesterday was really neat to see that they're just giving me like things to think about because why would one footprint be almost dry I mean I could I touch it and you can still I could still feel moisture there but the other one is still totally wet yeah. <laughs> what's, that, what's that about
1: yeah and, and the fact that you're currently living in a neighborhood with other homes you know close to you, that speaks more to them having the ability to move interdimensionally and to travel through portals and cloak and, and things like that. Because I've talked to so many people like you that have been in neighborhoods that have had experiences and, and four years ago, five years ago when I first got into this subject, you could not tell me that these were anything other than biological creatures. Really flesh and blood. Yeah, You've they're changed.
0: Good for yeah, you
1: it's, a North American primate that we haven't discovered yet. That's yes. you could not convince me that they were anything else. But people like you and others that I've talked to have, it's have for open you mind. for
0: allowing yourself to have that open mind, you know, to allow yourself to, to progress.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what I've done over, over these four years. There's something to these creatures. Okay, so
0: here also, too, I have some other things I can share that are pretty interesting. So, in my letting them know I want to learn from you, and I also, it was like, I want to, at the beginning, you know, in my, I want to learn, I wanted to learn on my own.
1: Stay tuned for more Paranormal Odyssey.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was in the paranormal thing. I've been on a team and it just, you know, the, it's kind of like they get all stuck in like, it's got to be this way and you have to do it like this and you can't talk and you didn't blah, 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 blah. like, that's just, it's not true. It doesn't make any sense. You can have an experience day, night. You can be talking loud. You can get scared or you can get startled. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're going to do what they're going to do no matter what, right? So I was like, I don't want, I don't want to, because I know that there was, I knew at that time there was already a whole lot of people doing this for a very long time. So I'm going to stay focused on my own studies, like my studies of connecting to nature, my studies of my spiritual side of things, you know, all that and learn on my own, like, and then I can add, then I can help add to this. Yeah. So when I was out there, I was in Savannah and I found this nature preserve and there's like, I don't know, it's not a huge place. Like there's like four different trails that sort of intersect each other and stuff. There's a parking lot. And, but I could feel when I was in there, like, this is a really special place. Like there's a vibe or there's a feeling that you can feel when it's special. Like it's almost a little untouched feeling. Like it's been allowed to stay more natural there. And then I started seeing a lot of different tree manipulation stuff. And I was like, wow, no way. And so I would go out there a lot to just wander around and and notice, wow, that's changed. That's new, whatever. So that was also where I went out and I trail and I talked to them. And I just said, I cried. I was like, you know, in my childhood, I was, you know, only child for a really long time. So I would be like wandering around in the woods by myself. So it was neat to know that they were around me, like watching over me because my experience with nature has been with the animals too, like so gentle. It's like amazing. So I decided I was going to go out there and see if I could hear any vocals uh, in the evening. So I went out there and I'm just going to sh- like make it be really, I'm just going to say the gist and then you can ask some questions. So I was out there off trail in this specific spot. I went off trail where I saw a, a branch stuffed into the ground. And I'm like, there's something to this spot. And I had been off trail on that spot before. So I thought that was pretty coincidental. So I was out there and I was like, okay, nothing's... It was really quiet that night. It was like the insects started singing out there, but that's it. So I had my animals with me. I have a parrot. I have a blue and gold macaw. She was with me. And my dog, Lucy, at the time, she was with me completely off-leash trained. She just does her thing and keeps up and just, I don't even have to really, I mean, I might say, okay, let's go, you know, that kind of thing. So I started, I called in a pizza, <laughs> Like that's how like close I was to the parking lot and to town. You know, it was like 20 minute drive and walking back to the car to go get my pizza. And so a little bit after I started walking back towards the trail, I was like, this looks a little different. And the sun was going down and I went under these pine boughs and there was like this really thick pine needles. And then I'm like, okay, all I should need to do is go under these next pine boughs and there should be a little tiny slope down to the trail. I was in a completely, i tele, we teleported. Like literally, I was in another area of the forest I had never been there. Were, and so also before I went out there that day, when I was like feeling inspired to go out there, I felt like, I say inspired because it's another word for feeling compelled or when you're tuning in, when you're receiving a message, you feel that feeling of doing the thing, like an inspired action. So I was kind of like, I'm going to wear my, my rain boots, my galoshes, my wellies, you know, whatever you want to call them. I was like, I'm going to wear these today, like out there, like, cause I may walk, off trail. And I may walk in water. Like that's what I was thinking in my years, 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 years of hiking. I've never, other than that one time felt like wearing my rain boot to explore out in the woods. So when I teleported, I ended up in water. Like I was in like four to five inches of water. And there was this big tree that made no sense to where I just was. There was no water where I walked in at all. And so we moved about a fourth of a mile away from one area to the next. So in my asking them to teach me things, I think that they were showing me a way that they travel or did they move us? (laughs) I wasn't watching what my dog was doing. So I don't know if she went with us or she came after. I don't know. I know my bird was, she was on my shoulder. So, and I didn't feel anything different. I just kind of knew like, like all of a sudden I'm like, I am in a, what is going on here? I, I don't recognize this at all. Where, what is going on? You know, so Could this
1: qualify as maybe a missing Tom, the Tom change at all?
0: No. no, it was pretty, it was to me in my, how I feel as I wrap my mind around this, that it was instant because I was able to just get, I had to find where I was. So luckily I could see the headlights of the cars on the highway through the trees. So I walked, well, okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, here's where I am. I'm going to veer left a little bit and straight, and maybe I'll hit the parking lot before I hit the highway. But when I came out on the highway, I was way to the right. It was like to me, like the most trippy by far experience that I've ever had. And so I walked back to the car And it added on a little bit of my time that I, to get to my pizza. (laughs) But when I got to the pizza place, it wasn't like, they're like, where have you, sorry, we're closed. Or you know what I'm saying? It was nothing like that. It was just, just the extra minutes that it took me to get back to the car because I was fourth mile farther away. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just another experience of something weird happening in the woods that you can't explain and. Yeah. It just tells you that they might have something to do with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I feel that it's possible that, or did I feel compelled to veer left, veer left, go this way. You're going to hit into the portal. Yeah. That could have been it too.
1: We've been talking for coming up on an hour now, and I certainly didn't intend for this to be fast. an all. I know. I didn't I know. intend for this to be an all Bigfoot show, but that's the way it's turned out. I know you've had other experiences with, with other paranormal-based stuff, so... Yes. Trisha, I'd, I'd love to have you back. That's you good. want to come back and, and talk about some of your other stuff.
0: Great. Yes. I have some other very unique one time I had a I feel was a shaman etched onto my back, a symbol. I,
1: I was reading <laughs> that in your the the little bio you sent me and I, that is something that I wanted to
0: Yeah, that's really uh, fun. I actually I, decided that that's gonna be my first tattoo. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool, yeah, I think that'd be a good one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I'll um, tell you about. That. Yeah, let's let's have another talk. This has been great. It
1: went by fast. I'm telling you, when fun and having a good conversation, the time flies by. That's how that's how you can tell when an interview went well. It was good to um, talk
0: to you. Good to meet you in person, you know, or you know, through the yeah. phone, or whatever, the
1: camera. <laughs> I was going to tell you, uh, my organization. Now you're not that far from us. My organization. We do a camp out every year called the Squatch Out, and we've had people from two years ago. We had people from 12 different states.
0: Oh my God, that sounds super
1: fun. Squatch out. I think we're going to do it over Labor Day weekend this year. So it'll be a three-night event. We have people come in and talk. Yeah, I, I'm already in talks with some people to come and do the presentations for this year. Awesome. But something to keep in mind. Meet some like-minded people in your area. I would
0: love to. Yes. Count me in. That's okay. great.
1: Yeah. And when we get done here, we'll set up a, a time to come back and, and talk about the other stuff. But before we get out, Tricia, tell everybody where they can find you. I know you mentioned yeah, are sure a couple of places. My name on
0: Facebook, my name on Facebook is Tricia Brown Free Spirit. That's how you'll find. And it's a picture of me and my bird. And my hair's in a bun. There's an X behind me in the woods. And then I have a Facebook group paranormal spiritual and mystical experiences come join come in let's share your stories on there and i i share interesting you know clips from different other places i find them but then i share my own experiences and then my youtube channel exploring the paranormal with trisha brown those are some different ways to you know and you can see on my bio i do energy work and you know different things so if you have an interest in anything with help at your house with energy stuff or You know, your own do a distance color and sound therapy where it helps release energy out of your body, cleanses your, you know, gets your chakras spinning correctly and releases energy out of your body and brings in good stuff into your life.
1: So, yeah, if you will send me a link to all of that stuff, I'll be happy to put them in the show notes when this is released. Everybody will just be a click away from checking you out. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so very much, ma'am, for taking the time this afternoon to come and chat and look forward to doing it again.
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you, ma'am. You have a good rest of your day.
0: You too. They say you don't gotta go home,
3: but you can't stay.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: You've
4: worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement.